AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to AM 630 The Word. This is the Church of the Week program. My name is Marcus Burgos and I am your host. You know, I was thinking, I'm, I've, I've been reading the Old Testament, and I, I love the Old Testament. I'm reading back all the way in in book of Genesis, and I'm following Isaac. And Isaac, as he was a, he was a, a, a well digger. He dug wells, and he found stuff, and he had problems. And there was a point in his life, in, in chapter 26 of the book of Genesis, where there was a great famine. And God gave him a word, a specific word. And I think today, if you're living through a famine, if you're living through a difficult time, perhaps this word would encourage you. In verse 2, uh, it says, Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. God continues to speak to Isaac and tell him how he was going to take care of him and that he should trust him. But I want to share that word with you today because perhaps today you're going through some dry times in your life. You're, you've seen some resources dry up. You've seen some relationships dry up and, and it's not looking so good. But I want to tell you something. Let's not go back. Let's not go down to Egypt. Let's not go to where things seemingly are easier but let's trust God, because when it's all said and done, uh, God's way is the best way. And in this story, in Isaac's, in Isaac's life, the Bible continues on. If you read the rest of chapter 26, you see that Isaac, he sowed that year and he reaped a hundredfold. He was way more blessed than anyone else in that region, in that territory. And you would think that the whole region will be blessed. And God says, no, I'm, I'm with you, Isaac. I'm going to bless you. And so I want you, I want you to hold on and hold fast to God's word and watch God do miraculous things in your life. So be encouraged today to obey God, to hold on to his word and watch him do what only he can do. Amen, San Antonio. Uh, we're here today and uh, back in the studio, AM 630 studio church of the week and i say this every week and i and i mean it i love the men and women that travel across the globe i follow many of them on facebook and different social media and and i and i read their posts and it's and it's excellent to see their pictures and what god is doing with the multitudes but i have a special place in my heart and i believe the same goes for god there's a special place in god's heart for those men and women that are that that don't get on a plane to go minister they, they get in the car and they drive a couple of blocks and they drive a couple of miles to a local church and they minister to us right here in our backyard. And, and you know, when we're, when we're at the supermarket, we may bump into them and, uh, and see them and they love us and they visit us. They call us and they answer our calls. When the baby's sick, we call them. When we're in the hospital, we call them and they respond. And I thank God for, for the pastor of the local church. Uh, that's that's one thing that we have not been able to 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 get rid of to shake off because it's such an integral part of our life. And today I'm here with uh, with a local pastor, a man of God, 
that is carrying the torch here in San Antonio. He is the pastor of Emmanuel Community Church, and he is none other than Pastor Eddie Leja. Pastor Leja, God bless you, and welcome to Church of the Week. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you for having me here today. I greatly appreciate it. I've been after you for a little while, and so I'm glad uh, we were able to get you in the studio. Yes. And uh, I want to I wanna talk to you first about you. Before we get into ministry and even into the church, and we'll get there, but I want I want the audience to to know a little bit about you. First of all, I mean we can't. I'm sure you hear this at least twice a day. Your last name in San Antonio is is a little famous, <laughs> and so is there any is there any uh, family relation with the Lejas? Yes, there is. Uh, Jesse James is my second cousin, and uh, he's uh, grew up with him yeah. when we were kids. Uh, matter of fact, a uh, couple of times we had to babysit them for a little while. <laughs> so he's younger. Yes, he's younger. So he can probably tell you some stories that we used to do to them, but it's okay. My brother and I used to, we used to have fun with him. Yes, uh, but we are related. All right. So that, there's that relation. Now, now I want to I talk to you about, about you. How, how was that upbringing? Are you a San Antonian? Where did you come up? How, how was that for you? Uh, I'm a native San Antonian, born and raised uh, I grew up in the south side of San Antonio. Uh, I, I graduated from Harlandale High School, 79. Um, what was it? Uh, my upbringing was pretty much, uh, I grew up in a church pretty much all my life. Uh, since I was about five or six years old, I was blessed to see um, my dad come to know Jesus Christ. It was just, it was an evening service we went to, and uh, I saw the Holy Spirit. We were sitting way back in the church. Yeah. I'll never forget, I think it was like five or six years old. And uh, my dad just got hit by the Holy Spirit, and he danced from from where we're sitting on the bench, and he just almost like a like a twister, and he rolled all went rolling all the way to the front, and and uh, story goes that actually I don't know that church the benches are still there, but he broke the bench that we were sitting <laughs> on because he was jumping up so much, his calves dislodged the bench, and uh, but. Uh, I was blessed to see that. And I, at a very young age, I experienced the power of the Lord and how he could move. From that point forward, my dad accepted a call to become a pastor. So I grew up in a, uh, as a, pre- as a pastor's kid, not a preacher's kid, as a pastor's kid. A PK. A PK, yes. And so, uh, but I think the sad thing about it is that, and I'm probably talking to a lot of PK kids out there, mm-hmm. uh, People just assume because you're a PK that you know Jesus, right? And that that is so far from the truth. And there's so many kids out there right now that are that perhaps you were just lost in the shuffle because people just assume, and because they assume, um, they uh, they're very critical of you, and you don't know how to handle that. And so as when you get to a certain age, you just want to get away from all that, right? And you don't want to do. You think the church is not a bunch of, bunch of hypocrites, and so yeah. it's a shame, but. It's kind of pretty much the same with me. And um, I kind of just, I grew up as a musician and also as a helper at my dad's church, but I never was saved. I, I just did it because he told me to do it. Right. And uh, we served my, my dad in, in, in just in every area, my brothers and I. And uh, when I got to a certain age, I uh, extremely, with great fear, I asked my dad if he would sign the papers to let me go in the military. And... Uh, and he blessed me that way. And he said, yes, you can go. I just wanted to get away. Right. You're running away from. I, I was running away from, from a calling that was in my life. Mm-hmm. I was running away from just just that type of of, of environment. I just yeah. wanted to change. I knew that there was something else out there. Um, you know, so I, so I left home in uh, 1980, went into the Navy, served. 
But let me let me step in here because you're 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 touching you you talked about your dad dancing. You're dancing around some things, <laughs> and uh, you know there there's there's a lot to be said about what you you pointed out. Yeah. Where we grew up because I am also a PK, mm-hmm. and we grew up in church. I, mm-hmm. I I tell I tell the congregation I was born in the in the third pew, <laughs> you know, because as far as I can remember, I was in church. Yeah. You know, and so uh, but we make those assumptions. Yes. That because of my last name, mm-hmm. because I spent so many hours in this building, exactly, uh, I'm, I my name is written in the book. <laughs> I've I've earned it. Yeah, I've done my time. Exactly. You know, and we hit a certain age, and we went out because I felt like you know I I paid my dues to society. Amen. And it, and it's not about a punishment. It's not about even obeying your parents. Mm-hmm. You know what what would you say is 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 about because. Uh, I mean, we both have had that type of experience, mm-hmm. but at a certain point, we had to make a decision. Yes, there had to be our own experience, and I and I, you know, I love that you remember that moment in your dad's life. Mm-hmm. You know, that became so key mm-hmm. that you remember that in your in your father's life, but you had to have your own. That's right. I think with uh, it's, talking about this, this one area about growing up this way. Um. I believe that every individual, we need to have our own experiences. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I was able to figure these things out was actually by by going out and trying out life. And the word that speaks in, in God, the, the word the word of God says this, that I raise up a child in, in the ways of the Lord and, and they will never depart from them. In right. other words, it means you might, you might sway a little bit, you might right. drift a little bit, but you'll always come back to them. That is so true. Because even though I would, I did not understand what it meant to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the Word of God was spoken into my life. But I just believe that a lot of kids that are out there going through this right now, my my cry for you is this, and my prayer for you is this: is that is don't pay attention to what to what people are saying about you or what they think about you. Uh, pay attention about the relationship that God wants to have with you. You know, it's most importantly, we all want to experience love. And because we want love, we will chase it right. everywhere. And that's what gets us in trouble. And I just believe that that if you just focus on just having that experience with the Lord and giving him a chance, he will change you completely and he will flip your world upside down. And you'll never be the same. And that's what happened to me. And I, I look at it also from the other from the other angle. You know, you said your dad signed the papers. He gave you permission. Yes, he did. And maybe it was a very difficult decision for him. It was. Because he probably had other plans or yeah. or other dreams for you, and now my boy is leaving. Exactly. You know, but I remember a verse, not only that verse. I love I love that, that verse where, you know, instruct a child in the way that he should go, and when he gets old, he will not depart from it. And that that helps us. Amen. Uh, but the other the other verse that comes to my mind is that God sends the rain. He sends the water, mm-hmm. and and it does not come back to him without first having accomplished what he was set out to do. Amen. You know, so when God says something, it's not going to come back void. That's right. And what is set out to do was is is to water the seed, mm-hmm. and that seed will produce fruit. Amen. You know, and so that that seed as a parent now talking as a parent that seed is for us to sow yes and we sow the seed and we sow the seed and sometimes we get frustrated when we see the child mm-hmm. going to the military perhaps yes. like in your example you know not that the military is bad it, it, it probably helped you yes but 
but you know, not doing what we in our mind think this child should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, is that that seed needs to be watered. That water comes from God. Amen. That's so true. And when that combination is there, then the fruit will come. Mm-hmm. And so it's up to us to, the way I see it, it's up to us to sow the seed. Teach them to pray. Right. Maybe they don't pray as much as we like, but teach them to pray. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't read as much as, as we would like, Correct. but let yes. them know where the book of Proverbs is and, and read it to them. Let them know, you know, the book of John, it says, and, yes. and you know, let sow, sow that seed mm-hmm. in them. And so that that's the way I, I look at it, and, and I, I, I stay encouraged, and I encourage others mm-hmm. uh, using that using that equation. Yes. I'm going to plant the seed, and I trust God Amen. to bring the water. Amen. And that's so true. I'm glad you said that because when you were saying that, it reminded me the moment when I was about to leave, uh, my dad told me, he said, son, if it's one thing you must never stop doing, and I don't care how hard it might get, he said, always be thankful to the Lord. Mm. Always give thanks. Because if you remain with a grateful heart, you're always open to receive the blessings of the Lord. Have that gratefulness. And that's the one thing that stuck in my head when I left, when I went away into the military. And in that duration, yes, I, you know, I was like that prodigal son yeah. <laughs> that went astray and he, he tried to find everything he can, you know, to try to experience it. And I did that. I, I, I lived that life. And, um, but uh, in the midst of that craziness, I met my wife, and um, she was she's probably not going to like when I say this, but she was just as crazy as I was. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't help me. No, I'm just kidding. No, she did help me. She helped me a lot. But um, in 1983, we got married, and uh, in 1986, uh, I had just gotten out of the military, and we moved back to New Jersey. And uh, I'll never forget, I was working at, at a Coca-Cola factory, Okay. And I uh, was working to the middle of the night. Came home around 1, 2 o'clock in the morning when I got off of work. And uh, I would usually stop at a bar somewhere and get myself, you know, feel a little bit better. And uh, I'll never forget that day when I came home. It was about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And obviously, this is in the 80s. It's right. 1986. So you won't find a lot of cable stations going on and all that kind of stuff. And uh, So I I went to the apartment. I sat down and I began to watch TV. And I would I would pretty much – I would uh, – I would challenge myself, how long can you stay on this station and watch this boring person talk to you? <laughs> so, Lord behold, I did not know, but I stopped, and I stopped in the station with Jimmy Swagger. Oh, wow. And so when that man began to preach, yeah, it was like he knew my life. Mm-hmm. I know it was the Holy Spirit, yeah, but the Holy Spirit was working through him, and he was speaking to me, directly to me. Yeah. That day, that, e- that, that morning, around 3 o'clock in the morning, I was kneeling <laughs> in front of my TV, wow. bawling my eyes out, completely transforming my life. And from that, t- that point forward, my life has never been the same. My life has changed forever. I still get emotional when I think about it. Yeah. It's just uh, it was a, the most best experience I ever had in my whole entire life, other than getting married and my three daughters that we had and our grandbabies now. Yeah. But, uh, but it was it was powerful it was a life-changing experience and from that moment forward i struggled a little bit still here and there Mm -hmm. but god always had that calling in my life and he kept on pulling me to him and i was just drawn to his love just loving me just like the scripture says for god so loved that he loved me so much that he gave to me his greatest gift and in return i just reciprocated back that love to him and it just changed everything for me so he he found you 
He found he, he find me for all, yes. all the way in New all the Jersey. way in Lindenwall, New Jersey, is where you found me, man. I was out there living like in a, the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, he called me, and I changed my life. And from that point forward, in 1991, uh, well, shortly after that, I started working with the post office. After that, and then uh, we, my wife and I and our three girls, we moved back to New, to San Antonio. Could you could you share with a parent mm -hmm. today? Because I would imagine that when you called when you called home. Mm -hmm. And you told that uh, how, the, the joy, the joy in his heart. Oh, you well, know? I I could hardly speak. Right when I called my dad, and uh, I told him what happened to me. Yeah, and uh, and my dad was crying on the phone with me as yeah. well. And uh, my mom, you know, I could hear in the background crying as well. And uh, it was kind of like almost confession time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I started telling my dad all the things that I had done and, and all these things. And, you know, it's kind of funny because my dad told me, he goes, son, I knew what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And I said, I, in my, inside my head, I'm yeah. thinking, how do you know what I was doing? Uh -huh. But I knew it was God just yeah. revealing it to him to just keep praying for your son. Mm -hmm. And um, that conversation to this day is probably one of the most dearest conversations I've ever had because I was telling my dad, something that he'd been praying for such a long time to happen to me. Yeah. You know, and when I found him, um, I couldn't stop asking my dad at that time. You know, there was no, we didn't have no cell phones. And, yeah. You know, computers were just starting to become a little bit, if you had money, you could get one. Right. But um, I'll never forget, I, back then, you still had to read a book. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I, get, I just asked him, I say, I want you to send me all the best Bibles that you have. You know, uh, I won't just read. I want to read. Yeah, you I were could, hungry. I was very hungry. It was almost like I had been in the desert for a long, long time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I realized just how thirsty and hungry I was for the righteousness of God. And, uh, and then I just, I just began to study and study and study. And it was, it was a pretty amazing time. But that conversation with my dad was, was, uh, was one of those peaks in my life. Could you, could you talk to a parent today mm -hmm. that perhaps is praying to receive that call mm -hmm. that your dad received? And how you were the answer to your parents' prayer at that moment. Amen. Could you could you talk to somebody right now and encourage them? Yes, I, I just want to just just talk to you, mom, dad, um, guardian. That's that's you're struggling right now because you're broken because your child is is you know where their life is at and and most importantly is you know at the end of this life we know what waits for us for those that are in Christ Jesus and those that are not. But I just want to encourage you to, to do exactly as I experienced with my parents. They never stop praying. The Word of God says do not cease, but continue pressing. And don't get tired of doing the good works because, because we're going to be able to, we're going to, maybe in our lifetime or maybe in the next life, but, in, in some, but maybe in our lifetime we might be able to see someone come to Christ of our families that we've been praying for, but it will happen. And I just want to encourage you to stay on those knees and continue praying and crying out to the Lord because the Lord hears your cry. He does hear your cry. And I'm telling you right now, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a prodigy of that. I'm an example of that. And um, I, I real quick story. I have a family in our church of this elderly lady. She's already passed away to be home with the Lord. And uh, I would give her rides back and forth to go to church and I would pick her up. And her and I, they were they grew up in my dad's ministry, so she would we were, every time in our on our on our ride home back and forth going to church coming home from church, she would always tell me I, Pastor I want my kids to come to know Jesus Christ, I'm praying so I instructed her this I said listen, first of all don't stop praying, second of all whenever you're in your house 
take your Bible with you and just begin to declare the word of the mm-hmm. Lord in that house. Just walk around the house and begin declaring. Well, about, I don't know, maybe I think, ah, I forget how long ago she's already passed away. She never got to see that. But I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. all of her kids to this day are <laughs> in the church now. And matter of fact, I'm blessed to have them in our church. Yeah. But they've all come to know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. You know, and I just sit there and I cry because I remember that sister sitting in the car wanting to see her children saved. And I'm just blessed to be able to actually see that happen. So if that happens for me, happens for that one sister that already is already home with Christ, it happened for you too. That's right. Wow. Thank you for that. You're listening to AM630 The Word. This is the Church of the Week program. And you're hearing the testimony and, and the words of Pastor Eddie Leha. He is a pastor of Emmanuel Community Church. Pastor, tell us, where, where is your church? How can we find the church? Our church is 2908 Mission Road. We are exactly in between Concepcion Mission and San Jose. We're just a few blocks away from uh, Roosevelt. If you go down 35 south, if you're coming from downtown, it's south. If you're coming from south, you're going north. But you're going right. to get off on 35 and South Cross. And exit toward going toward Mission Road, South Cross area. Uh, exit, I'm sorry, exit there, turning uh, the direction going toward Mission Road on South Cross Road. Just right. take it all the way down to get to Mission. When you get to Mission Road, you can only make a right. You can make a left, but you can make a right. And we're like the third or fourth building on the left-hand side. Where it used to be, uh, maybe some of y'all know what this is. Okay, it used to be the old Evans Ice House Bar. So we converted the Evans Ice House, which used to go hang out and buy numbers at. <laughs> That's the place. Many people come to our church. It goes, oh, my gosh, I used to party here. And I said, yes, I know. You know, So we almost thought about calling it Evans Church, but prayer house. <laughs> but no, that's where we're at. We're we're at the old Evans Ice House uh, bar, hangout, beer joint, whatever. And now it's now it's Emmanuel Community Church. All right. You're also on the internet. Yes. And we can we can find you on the internet. Give us your your internet address. Do you our, have that? Yes. Our internet address is emmanuelcc.org. Emmanuel cc.org with one m with one m yes and uh and you also can find us on facebook uh, just like us and you can we uh we stream all of our sermons on sunday what what time is your service our services we have a spanish service at 9 a.m and then we have our english service at 10 45 a.m and so uh right now we are we're doing uh home groups in our in different homes oh, okay so uh, we call it salt and light so if you're looking for a place to go uh you know if you don't want to cook dinner and you want to come and get a free meal and uh, get fed spiritually and uh, physically, you're more than welcome. And uh, you can go on our website and you can see where some of those homes are at. You can come and hang out with us. Excellent. Excellent. And so tell me, what is it? How was it like uh, coming to church, to Emmanuel? What, what is that experience like? How would you describe it? I would describe it this way. Uh, actually coming and experiencing God to his fullest. Mm. Experiencing his love, his mercy, his grace. Not just that, but... One of the most important things that I feel is that the first impressions are the most important ones, and those are our door greeters. And I really believe that uh, when you come to our church, you'll experience authentic love. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we are a very, very family-minded church. Uh, we just uh, When you come to our church, just expect to come and, and uh, celebrate Jesus, have a good time with him. We have some good praise and worship. 
and we have a good time and we just like to, we, we like to we just like to have freedom we like yeah. to have freedom in worshiping the lord and just having a blast with him and uh and not just that but you know getting a good message out of it and uh and having some good fellowship with some really good people there we're talking to pastor eddie leha he is the senior pastor of emmanuel community church and so tell me pastor leha uh do I have to go in my three-piece suit on Sunday and my, my floor shine shoes and, and my hair all gelled up? What, what? <laughs> What's the dress code to go to church? <laughs> okay, Marcus, only you have to come that way. Okay, only you. No, uh, actually, uh, our church is very, very, uh, very dressed down. We don't, uh, we don't wear suits and ties and things like that. Um, what was it? The most I'll wear, you know, for the church is just a nice shirt and, and, a, and a, just a, for me because I'm pastor, but I just wear a sports coat. But uh, no, you can come in your jeans. You can come, uh, you know, in your in your chanclas, you know, <laughs> all <sorry. right>. sandals <laughs> for all you Anglo people who don't understand what that is. But uh, no, you can come very, uh, very relaxed and just come and just, uh, you know, be free to come worship the Lord. And you have a place for the kids. We have a place for our kids. We have a great, great, awesome, awesome children's church director that does an amazing job with our kiddos on Wednesdays. We also have uh, uh, our youth group there as well. And they meet at seven o'clock there at the church. Well, San Antonio, you heard it. Uh, I want to invite you on behalf of Emmanuel Community Church and Pastor Leha. Go to church. Check out Emmanuel. EmmanuelCC.org. That's Amen. with one M. And get there on time. Uh, we have the Spanish service at 9. 9 a.m. And the English service at 1045 a.m. All right. God bless you, San Antonio, and we'll see you at church. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.